I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Happy spring, y'all. Happy almost Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. It's almost Mama's Day. I love your mom. I love my mom. I love your mom. I love all the moms. I do, too. Basically, I love, uh, you know, my favorite mom? Mother Earth. Yeah. How'd you know that? Oh, my God. Oh, hippie dippy. Well, yeah, she's kind of my Well, we all share her. Yeah, we do. We're all kind of like walking all over and stuff. And uh, also, uh, you know, if you're a mom, I just want to say you're a fucking badass. You really are. You're you're a badass in all the ways. If you birth a child uh, or if you are a dog mom or if you're you're a stepmom, foster mom, grandmom, any of the moms moms. or like a A dad mom or yeah, dad mom or like the partner of a mom who really shows up for the mom. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. We love all of the moms matter. Mm -hmm. However you find your mom. Exactly. And so this episode is not about moms, but bringing in a third. You know what? That's, but maybe, that's you know, your partner, that's their ultimate desire. Like the mom in your life is like, you know what, honey, for Mother's Day, I'd really like a threesome. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That could be the ultimate oh my gift God, the to ultimate give Mother's Day. <laughs> if you're partnered to a mom and that's what they want. Oh, but only if she's asked, please don't like say that like we should do this because you want to and that's not their ultimate desire. So happy Mother's Day. Here's a surprise threesome, even though that's not what you want, but this is what I want. But I know that's not what you're doing. So this is a fun episode bringing in a third. So the stats have shown on our end. Y'all really love topics about threesomes, foursomes, orgies, group sex. Uh, they really do it like less not monogamy but more threesomes like literally that thing like a third it's a little bit more socially acceptable on the mainstream side especially with people that are monogamous they're like oh a threesome yeah i didn't do anything weird here we're together i'm not open yeah Yeah. we're like in it we're all in together and uh also there's a lot to it Um, and we've had so many episodes on this have you had a threesome me yeah oh yeah the, a number of them but like no, there was never penetration in any of them um, because you don't have to be banging no. to have a threesome it's it's your own it could be your own as reed says and oh I'm yeah making out in a shower yes. is a threesome it could be heavy <laughs> petting and massaging and cuddling it could be whatever you think a threesome yeah. would be in your own brain yeah and alicia and Erwan even say some things about that right like it doesn't have to lead to a certain place it's not just like oh uh, everyone's being penetrated yeah. i'm gonna get, have to get eiffel towered oh yeah oh yeah by two people <laughs> we were talking about that earlier oh yeah so we will have an eiffel tower episode coming out soon just so you know <laughs> we haven't recorded it yet no not yet we, it's we're not it's it's will be in for coming to fruition like someday soon so yeah bringing a third is not as easy as it sounds and what porn shows you well sound lo- sounds and looks lovely but also is you mean when the cable world. person shows up and they're like do you need your wires crossed like yeah oh wait my God. or do you need that tv tapped yeah what about that back door 
oh, my back door has just been so close, but I'd really like to open it. Would you? Do you know how to open I my have back a tool for but that? But do you have Uber lube because it's a little squeaky back there? You know what? I'm missing my lube tonight. I have a ton of Uber lube, so it's just fine. I did bring some Vaseline. <laughs> I hate Vaseline because it hurts your body. I'm and closing the back door now. Not good for <laughs> your genitals. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> Uber lube, everyone. All right. So this is why we didn't go into acting. <laughs> Yet, yet. Oh yeah, we'll never do that. All right, so uh, a couple announcements before we talk about bringing in a third into your lovership. Okay, relationship. can we start with a really exciting announcement? Yes. Okay. What do you got? May fourth. You mean May the fourth be with you? May the fourth be. <laughs> it gets me every time. Thursday, May fourth. We are teaching. This is the first time we've taught a workshop online where anyone can actually All attend. Humans. Every single person, 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's a Thursday. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th, 2023. Uh, if you love some George Lucas and or Amy some... Amy April? No. If you, love, if you love, you know, it's some not Star a Wars. Star Wars workshop. It's, not. <laughs> it's about it's how to out. enhance your orgasm game. Orgasm <laughs> game. <laughs> but like Star Wars style. So we're going to be there. I'm going to be Princess Leia. April's going to be Chewbacca, even though she has no hair in her body at all. And what's the sound you're going to make? Broca. Oh, see, I don't even know. I got to work on that. Uh, no, it's just how to enhance your orgasm game. And uh, it's going to be a fun, informative, playful workshop. I probably workshop. make some of those noises, though, when I orgasm. That's what she uh, sounds. I can't even do it. So that's gonna, that's so 5 p.m. Pacific time. 8 p.m. But it's Eastern going time. to actually be available after I as don't well. know the answer to this. Okay, so we so don't. So attend. Because attend. It's, it's, and this is through the Bloom community. This is an app that is online, but I, I, I assume, I think you have to get the app, but it's, a, I think, a free community that's a sex-positive community, a learning community. And so you sign up. Yes, this is a paid workshop. It does not cost $5 million. It's very affordable. And you come and attend. It's a live online workshop with us. And then they have a whole community. So it's like outside of this workshop, you can also... Like connect with other folks that are sex positive. Take other workshops. There's all a lot of offerings, we and they do things to in your do area. this with them because they're so badass. They're awesome. We were like, what? And then we know. learned about yeah. their platform, and then we started looking at what they're doing. And we're a big old, it's so yep. safe. It's so incredible. It feels really good. And people are craving this. So there's like the online community, but they're also going to like. Granted, it's like big cities like San Francisco, New York, you know, Los That's Angeles. That's why we're doing it online though, because yeah, but they, but anyway. even outside of that, they are creating events there. We can do like speed dates. Or oh, just yeah. like, you know, mingling or like a live workshop there. So go check it out. Go to our website. So that's Shameless Sex. Almost said pure pleasure. Wrong one. Shamelesssex.com. We have a huge banner there where you just click on the banner. It takes you there. Sign up. I don't know if there's limited access. So go do it now. Come hang out with us online. We're super excited to see you. But there. OK. One announcement that we have very limited amount of spots left. This is really exciting, though. This like, is I'm exciting. So excited about this. I, we've touched on this briefly, but we finally finalized everything because Amy and I just finished the biggest project of our lives, which was our book that we'll be talking about separately. But we are doing November. a retreat. They're it's, both November, actually. Think about they are both November, <laughs> but we planned it that way. Yeah. And uh, November in Costa Rica, y'all. Yes. If you've been looking for a vacation, it's basically planned for you. Yeah. And it's about it's for people that have vulva so if you identify as a woman and you have a, a vulva it's a woman's retreat and it's really about unleashing your inner shameless self we've never done this before and we wanted to do this for so long yeah and we years. finally have 
and we've already sold a few spots. Yeah. So it's going quick. It's I was going like, Holy shit, fast. This is our first, I, I think we haven't even announced it. And, I know. And spots sold. It's on our website. Like, but I was okay. like, wow, we already sold a couple spots. Uh, we have like very limited spots. And so it's like sponsored by Fun Factory. Yeah. Which Why, don't whisper that. I, Fun I know, Factory. But I just tried the Vim for the first time because we got the Vim. Oh yeah. And there's a new wand style I, vibrator. I held it's the Vim versus my old favorite Why are you wand. Whispering? Because I feel like <laughs> I want to scream, but it's not nice to scream into a microphone. Like, do you think that like magic wand hears you right now? Maybe. But, but we the, also still love you, Magic Wand. So badass! I can't wait to tell Kristen because I am actually I have a call with her tomorrow to talk about some other shit. But I'm like, the Vim has just taken over my life. But anyway, this is a total side note. It's on the beach in Costa Rica and this beautiful villa. Oh, it's gorgeous. That I, it's it's like a vacation mixed with sexual. I don't and empowerment's so like, a buzzword, but it's literally going to be like hanging out with the we BFFs. We are going to have workshops, all kinds of workshops, educational moments, also just a lot of fun, play. There might be twerk shops, maybe some karaoke, because did you all know that April is really good at singing? It's actually really fun. Yeah, It's not about that. It's not like no, an April and Amy like, show, though. It's, it's like freeing yourself yeah, it's and everything's optional. We'll have morning yoga. The beach is right there. There's toucans, sloths, monkeys, Amy topless half the time. And as I say that, that is not a sales pitch for people who just want to see my boobs. But, you know, like a place for people to go and be their free selves because it's our own luxurious villa. Just I look for at us. it. So when when I did my 40th birthday in Roatan, Honduras, uh, I, was, yeah, I invited only my closest <laughs> friends. There were 10 of us in total. And it blew every single woman every, that it, was in my life's mind. And this, when we put it together, we were like, we need to do this, but we need people to also have that in their lives where you can be free and be yourself and be in a non-judgmental zone. It's it's just being who you are and meeting and connecting with wonderful, incredible women yeah. that are on this planet with you and and Here, I don't know. a community. Yes. And, and we have, like-minded community. There's going to be a bunch of, like, you're going to get like $600 worth of sex toys yeah. for signing up. I don't know how fast this is going to go, but it's already sold uh, a few spots I and think, we haven't even announced it. We'll, so. see what, we'll see what happens, but get it while you can and learn more on shamelesssex.com. There's a whole video on there and then if you click through on the link, then you can learn more about the details. Like April said, sponsored by Fun Factory, one of our favorite sex toy brands. And Kristen will be there and so will Paige, Kristen who we've Fun talked Factory. about. Paige. Page Sita, we love you so much. Yes. So go and learn more. Sign up ASAP. Real quick, also, so we just said Mother's Day. So we're having a contest on our Instagram. If you're not following us online on Instagram or TikTok, but this is specifically, I believe, for, for Instagram, we are having a contest so you can win free products. These are luxurious sensuality products from High on Love. So go to our Instagram, follow our Instagram, check out our stories to enter the contest as well as our reels, all the things. Just follow us, look at them so that you can win these products. And uh, High on Love is really one of our newest favorite sensuality brands. So go check it out. All right. You ready for uh, a sex question? Chippa. First of all, I purchased an Atom Plus from Pure Pleasure Shop after hearing about it on the podcast and both my wife and I loved it. Unfortunately, it snapped when taken off because my cock is so huge. I contacted Pure Pleasure and I got a free replacement and it was simple. Thank you. So my question is, as someone with a big cock, I would appreciate tips and tricks on how to navigate this sexual pleasure space. My wife and I want to learn about what works for us in real time. And sometimes it's painful her, which sucks for both of us. Please help. 
So it's painful for her. Okay. And yeah, for him, there's maybe like a little bit of limiting things and all the things that he can do. So I like this question because I feel like a lot of the sex questions that come up are more geared towards, I want to be bigger and I want to be longer. And this person is like, actually, uh, I'm trying to navigate having a girthier or actually I don't, because I don't really know, like, are you long or girthy? My guess is, guess is girthy because the Adam Plus, if you're super long, would still fit. But like girth wise, if it was like the size of my wrist, then that yeah, would be... it says it snapped when taking it off, which is interesting because I'm assuming that it was like stre- it takes a I don't I mean, that thing's strong. I've I've, I've, I've stretched that thing. I out. know. And yeah. it's got a lot of wires and the, that and the silicone is really strong. Yeah. So you have so a thick ass cock. That's, that's a thick probably cock. A, that's a task. Yeah. And one thing is to prevent that from happening. We've talked about this in the show before is waiting until everything, all of the blood has completely uh, kind of gone out of the cock, whether you ejaculate or not. So you're soft, you're flaccid because when you're relaxed, then you can kind of slip that off easier. Things Um, are a little more like hanging loose. Right. And to have that, that a size cock that in girth, that would be above four and a half inches, which is quite big is when we say that it starts diameter diameter. Yeah. So the the circumference or the diameter, if it's bigger than that, so it's like tomato, tomato to me. Yeah. We're not mathematicians. Don't judge us. No. (laughs) And geometry. I I did take a couple of courses. It's been a while. So that being said, it will fit. uh, Think about a, a, a soda can. Yeah. Or pap. If you're in the Midwest, you put it on a pat before you, I have not. However, that's what we say. If it's even an, a half an, an inch larger than that, it will fit comfortably. But the population of folks that are in that region percentage wise is lower. So we don't have as many stats behind those yeah. folks. So this is new information to me and, and not shaming. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, no, it's not, not all. shaming. And to answer this person's question from my end, I know that there, it takes more effort to get blood flow into like larger penises. Anything that is bigger will take more effort, more blood flow. And it also will take more time. And then for your wife, as you said, to learn because she's feeling pain when there's, I'm assuming penetration or with any sort of, interaction with the cock could be I, my, difficult. my guess is the thickness and like you know like the girth and thickness and and so if it was length i would go with the o nut remember the o nut o yeah to give a bumper N-U-T or yeah. o-h-n-u-t something i think pure pleasure has it and it's a bumper that's a length thing so it makes it so that when but you're girth in, girth is different so like you can't really change girth people can add on girth because there's a lot of products to add on girth but you can't decrease girth whereas the ona makes it so that you have some space so you're not like hitting the cervix with your longer cock but we're talking about thickness you know the vaginal canal can birth a child it can fit a fist into it same with the ass. The ass can fit a fist. There's anal fisting. There's vaginal fisting. So, but you, these things don't happen in five seconds. They take a lot of time. And so, in this person's case, you might just be looking at a situation or many situations where time, lubricant, and a lot of breath is going to be your best friend. Like, you know, easy slip it in, slip it out quickies might not be your jam. I'm also curious about why you were using the cock ring in the first place. Was it what April was saying where if you, you know, you get the blood flow in like this, uh, in a place that's larger and girthier, like takes longer. Are you doing that? Because I have heard the top heavy thing, you know, where like 
it's either really big or long. And so it kind of does this like, like kind of like gets hard and then carries over. So maybe that was to keep it hard or, you know, whatever your purpose is. Was it for the vibrators that the Atom Plus is so fucking awesome at doing because it's two motors, no matter what position you're in, basically you have motors for you and for your partner. You know, what was the purpose of that? Were you looking to have vibrations for your partner while you're fucking your partner? Because there's other things that you can use, like the digit, which is a finger vibrator that you can just put your hand there and vibrate the clitoris at the same time. You can use something like the WeVibe, although your cock's probably too thick to use that because you knock it out uh, of their vaginal canal. Um, but there's so many other options there. Yeah, if you, but if it really is about like, I want the tightness of a cock ring, my cock's too thick for this particular product. Like April said, using it when you're soft in terms of putting on and off would probably be helpful. Well, having things well lubed. Don't move really fast. I feel like people snap and break things. It won't move way too quickly. With this one, it won't probably be helpful. You cannot get the Atom Plus, no matter what size cock you're, you have. Atom Plus, it's difficult to put on if you are even somewhat erect it's you need you, to be you have to be flaccid yeah it has yeah. to be able to be so maybe that was the misinformation there so to try it again well now it's broken but so it sounds like pure pleasure gave you a new one if you want to try it again or someone else does i mean i personally have tried this i think it's a fucking amazing product well he also said it was when taking it off uh-huh yeah so but you're probably still hard is my guess right so or, all of it so that's going to be patient yeah. to wait for that to come off and not to try like which that's the whole thing i don't own a penis right so yeah. i don't understand fully especially when you have girth or, or mass involved that i don't understand i can't recommend a specific way to take it on and off i have heard other folks tell me that it does take sometimes an extra 20 or 30 minutes after they've the orgasmed they've ejaculated the yes to take it off and sometimes they might be tired. They might not want to wait. I so think most cocks I've seen when they lose the blood flow after an ejaculation, it's like a matter of minutes. And you like it starts. It depends if you're still like stroking or engaging. But generally, they're like, no, 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 no more strokey. And then you know the blood flow leaves, and even the balls relax because the balls constrict close to the body during orgasm. The cock is extra tight in that moment, and then after orgasm, everything's loosening up, relaxing, and hyper stimulated. And in that moment that's when you would take the thing off but if you're trying to pull it off while everything is rock hard and like locked or into place semi with the atom plus it does have a lot of hold so you do it's have strong. to be soft yeah uh and you can use a little water you could you could be in the shower or bathtub and try to slip it off that might be a little or bit some easier uber lube, but just wash it right away right, because right. we silicone silicone but you can still use uber lube that if will you help clean it with soap and water Sometimes right that, away even it gets too slippy yeah. so patience is key with sex toys there and with it just with the sex question i again it's not really clear what your intention was with using the ring Again, was it to have a hard cock? Was it add, to add vibrations? If the cock ring didn't work, then try a vibrator that doesn't have to do with something going around your cock. Yeah, yes, it sounds like you have a nice, get thick, girthy cock, and all cocks of girths and sizes and lengths are, are wonderful. And, and then I just want to address the last thing that it sucks for her at times, and just because you're so girthy or long, which I can't figure out exactly that either. But again, time, slowness, patience that's why our tagline is slower than slow and slower than that that's why emily morris dr emily morris says 
you know, lubrication is communication. No, communication is lubrication. It, communication yeah. is lubrication. Uh, and so you want communication and you want uh, extra lubrication all the time. And so if that seems like your biggest problem, really, to me, those are really easy answers. It's just add more of those things. It will take more time. You don't just get to go fuck in the bathroom at the fast food restaurant for two minutes, but you might be able to make out and to grind on each other. And that's good, too. There we go. Are you ready for a bio? Yeah. All right. Erwan and Alicia Davon have become the go-to experts for those seeking a higher level of relationship support. Erwan is the founder, senior teacher, and president of San Francisco-based The Davon Method. Together with Alicia, who has a master's in psychology and training as a therapist, they specialize in supporting singles and getting into passionate and successful relationships and helping couples take their relationships to new heights of romance and intimacy. To learn more, visit DavonMethod.com. All right, everyone, it is interview time, and we are here with repeat guests, Alicia and Erwan Davon. We were trying to figure out how many podcast episodes six they've Pete, been on. Seven, Pete. I mean, six, seven, nine, I don't know. Too few. Yeah, too, too few. few. And here's some more. We love having them here in our studio, actually, but this is live. This is another uh, benefit of the day that uh, we get to be with them in person because so many of our episodes are online over Zoom. So don't worry, there will still be fun clips on TikTok and Instagram that you can watch and we will teach you and probably entertain you. And just the in-person interviews are just special because we can feel the energy. All like all the people that don't like energy, like, uh, it's in and out. Uh. Who doesn't like energy? We're all made of it. Uh, I it's mean, buzzing. It's oh. buzzing. Orgasm's energy. Mm-hmm. It's like a shit ton of energy. Everything right? is energy. Yeah, yeah, everything. My dog, when he's an asshole, is full of energy. We're changing up the theme of this uh, interview now. It's going to be on physics. Everybody ready? <laughs> <laughs> physics is here for yes. you. So this is a physics podcast <laughs> now. All right. So even though you have been on our show Five million times. I like to embellish. Uh, can you please remind our listeners about the beautiful story about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Boy, a lot of experimentation. You know, <laughs> uh, that's that's what I would say. What, what would you say? A lot of experimentation. Uh, lots and lots of amazing people and sex lives. I mean, s- somebody asked me the other day. You know, what have you been the most surprised by in your 25 years of working with people and romance and sexuality? And I said, I don't know about surprised, but totally delighted by the fact that, and I have not been proven wrong yet with this, everybody wants more pleasure, even if they're already having a lot of pleasure. I've never met someone that when all those mental barriers are removed, they didn't want even more pleasure and more depth in their sex life and their relationship life. So that's what makes me so happy Mm -hmm. to be doing this. And I think we just dove into it fully, you know, Uh, diving. It's, you know, something magical happens when you dive into what you're interested in fully. I remember being 25 years old and doing all these sex workshops and being paired up with all kinds of people. And there's all kinds of craziness going on. And just, you know, it just kind of rang my bell. And, uh, you know, I just took my psychology degree and decided, like, let's focus here. You know, let's be awake with sex. And then, you know, kind of an underlying message, I would say, is, you know, just to just do it fully, be all in, like, go for it, you know, whatever you're interested in. 
sex is probably the most challenging thing to do well. You know, you need all your parts, your mind, your heart, your body. You know, you need your sex center. You know, you need your hands. You need your feet. You need, you know, you need. A, <laughs> you should do like a foot fetish. <laughs> hey, we just did one actually. Yeah. We just released today a foot fetish episode. Oh, yeah, yeah this foot fetish is a popular thing. We learned a lot. So if you want to learn more about that, Mei Ling. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not all, only about foot fetishes, oh, but it's there's a diaper big play. Oh, yeah. All kinds of humiliation play. This is the thing about <laughs> you two, Erwan and Alicia, is that I feel like, Erwan, you have a PhD in orgasm. And, <laughs> and Alicia <laughs> certainly does you, too. Yeah, you're not only a student, you're not. She's better at extended yeah. orgasm yeah. than I am. Right? You're like, hey. Mm. I know. Aaron's like, my stroking finger. I need to do something about it. I need a manicure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very thoughtful. It's I like that. So, so we're excited to have you two back because you do have, I mean, it's like decades of experience in so many different ranges of topics. And we've talked to you about anal before and, and we've talked to you about Hands extended sex. orgasm yeah. for Yes. So there's so many topics. And this one in particular is bringing in a third, mm-hmm. which is such, it's a topic that a lot of folks out there uh, are curious about when we look at our, our statistics about mm-hmm. what people are searching for. People love threesomes, yeah, they do. how to do it, what to do, how to, so, okay. So we're going to get there, but so let's talk about this. Yeah. Threesomes, also known as bringing in a third. It's an ultimate fantasy for some people, or it's on their their bucket list of something they want to check off with mm-hmm. their partner. So, what do you think that is? Why not? I mean, why? Okay, we don't have to get into the psychology of it, although physics. I know that you could <laughs> um, the physics of it. But what do you think that is? Well, it's an early childhood issue. Um, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, it's an issue? No. Yeah, I'm so fucked. Since you mentioned psychology. You know, well, the first thing, let me ask you a question, April. So when you say bringing in a third, there's bringing in a third for like a little fun, you know, and then there's bringing in a third like y'all are moving in together. So which, which one? Solid question. I'm thinking for the fun part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving in would be a really big commitment for me because mm-hmm. I'm... How do I say it? Anal retentive about uh, my space. Well, one's like polyamory, um, right? Like, yeah. like um, right, Kitty right. right. Chambly or whatever her name who, who specializes oh, yeah. in this. And and that, so polyamory is like, we're bringing in a third and you can be our new girlfriend, boyfriend, or however right. you identify that's a friend. different. That's sort of a different road. We're, I think we're sticking to more I think like, fun. fun. Unless yeah. you all fun. have okay. you have pieces right. to share about the We third, do a whole different episode on the poly one. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just get oriented with that. All right. Let's you know, take April off of our bringing. <laughs> So, for you know, for fun, it's kind of lighter. You know, if we were talking about the whole polyamory thing, I'll just sort of bottom line our experience with that anyway, which is that, you know, it's a terrible idea to do it if it's to fix something that's missing in a relationship because it is just going to explode that relationship like, you know, Ghostbusters, Ghost Blob all over the place. (laughs) Slimer. Like the OG OG Ghostbusters where they actually use slime and not CGI. Yeah, that one. So doing that because something is missing is a bad idea. Now, in terms of like fun, you know, do now and then to spice things up. It's not the best to do it if it's because something's missing, but, um, you know, it's it's not as, uh, you know, it's really not as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I think you want to be super aware what your intention is. I mean, I have a friend, an old friend. I'll call her Becky. You have a friend. <laughs> a yeah, no, a real, a real friend. friend. <laughs> Becky with the good Becky. hair. Oh, okay. Becky with the good hair. Yeah, and she was in this relationship with this guy. I'll call him Aaron. And things were fine. 
she loved him. He was so nice. He was so stable. She was a little bit bored, I think, with it, but didn't want to break up with him. And she got this idea. Hey, you know, why don't we bring in another guy and, and have some fun? And he was very like, oh, okay, if you want to, whatever, honey. And she went out and found this hunky guy. I'll call him Cole. And brought him in for like a, a fun little sexy time. So she found him on her, her own. He wasn't a part of the fight. He was not a part. Yeah. Okay. So you can already kind of tell yeah. this is like she wanted a little excitement and she was going about it in a particular way. And he was so easygoing, I guess, that he didn't really involve himself. The Aaron dude. Aaron dude. Okay. Long story short. Together, right? Well, yeah. Then oh, yeah, oh. then she got like Spoiler really into Come Cole and she said, let's have Cole live with us. Whoa! And he's okay. like, uh, okay, right. I guess. You've seen this movie, right? Right. <laughs> Something. Right. I, I like that. And they I mean, all lived, you know, out in the woods and by the river and all of this stuff. So but isolated? like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> this is, this okay, is a this movie as I'm telling this. Is this going to turn into a cool murder plot? Because I love Well, not a murder plot. <laughs> but it does turn into a bad situation for Aaron because yeah. as one would predict, the hunky guy Cole and Becky fall Starts in love. Starts chopping wood. Right? He's chopping wood. Oh, he's all, his right. pectorals so are hunky. I met this guy. Six packs on so, fleek. So they okay. go all deep. So and, they go all deep. Uh-huh. And we met, originally, we met Cole, Cole because Cole, Cole used to do our blind. He's like oh. handyman, monkey guy. I already like this Cole guy. Yeah. Bring him over here. Yeah. No, he is super, super hunky. So as you can imagine, long story short, Becky, Cole, and their two babies now live their own life. And oh, Aaron so is nowhere to he's be the found. Manny. Aaron, he's the is Manny. <laughs> Aaron is no, gone out of the picture. And, my, <laughs> and Aaron was the husband. Aaron was the, the They were never married, but yeah. Alive. The primary partner. So the oh, point shit. is. I was hoping he was the Manny for the two kids. Right. I know. That would be that a great. Be a so twist. my point being something was missing for Becky. She didn't really deal with whatever issues there were there. She went and found Cole and it ended up, you know breaking so up there were underlying things yeah. that were not being intended to and right. cole was the can opener and cole, cole right. opened that can. cole can opener. and it was no. a kind of a pretense and the catalytic know. can opener so bringing in a third because something is wrong is gonna be a disaster like you could just kind of feel that going that way yeah now there's a good way to do it which is you know if you do it on a more this is turning into like a polyamory well you no, we can want to go wherever be, ever it wants it's to fine because they can yes. ma- they can match right. it because when we talk about bringing in a third it might turn into exactly. something else. It you could, never know. Right. There's no way. There's humans involved. There's emotions involved. You can't predict what's going to happen. We're just going to keep it this is, one way, and we which is why we, it we can be scary. Catch feels. If there's insecurities in relationships, I know. I'll speak for myself. I get insecure about that shit. If I bring in a third, I'm like, what if he likes her more? What if I like that dick more? <laughs> now that's uh-huh. that's the that's the key word. Not not the dick word. <laughs> but the, the, the key word being insecurity. You know, it's it's it, whatever insecurity there is in a relationship is really going to expand. So if you're going to bring somebody in on a more permanent basis, we, we don't have that, but we have we have uh, clients who do and students who do. And, you know, the, the relationship has to be very secure because it is going to amplify jealousy. You know, yeah. that is jealousy is going to happen. The relationship has to be really secure. The primary relationship, sometimes people pretend like, oh, we're all equal here. No, like there is a primary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there is a primary relationship in every yeah. triad, actually. And it's it's good to know, since this is 
shameless sex, you know, we'll just say it this way. It's good to know who the head bitch is. Yeah. You know, it's good to know who's and the bitch in of all genders. Who's right. the head bitch? Right. <laughs> right. Who's, That's right. You know, who's who's the main feminine person, guy or woman or whatever, but who's that person? Because otherwise you kind of end up in this kind of rivalry situation. Mm -hmm. Power you know, struggle. Power struggle. So it's, you know, I hate to make it sound so hierarchical, but, you know, if it's a woman and two guys or a guy and two women or whatever, you want it with the the two part you want to know who's the the main one and i would imagine with what you're saying too it's this so this isn't the band-aid or the remedy to neosporin and band-aid it's not some neosporin and band-aid not sponsored by neosporin because that's a name brand and band-aid too actually and don't use uh, that for lube everyone yeah. <laughs> um and don't use that for lube no thank you so it's we're ha if we're obviously having some connection issues of some sort there's someone or both of us ha having desire to maybe explore with another person and so if we're thinking that's the bandit, that's not the way to go about it. Or, or I mean, y'all can do what y'all want to do out there listening. But the ideal would be more about getting clear on what's the issue here underlying work on that. And then if the third seems like a part of it, then you go there. But you need to do the in internal and uh, relational work first. Right. Yeah. Because otherwise it's it's a pretense. Somebody here said pre. Do you think you said pretense about that example I was giving? You know, oh, we're opening up our relationship and, you know, but really there's these issues and some or one or both people feels like there's something missing. Yeah. You don't want to do that because then there's all this inauthenticity. The one thing I would disagree with that is just so this is an emotional miss is not about emotional missing, but say April and I love this example, but April and I have been we've been here for 20 years and all of a sudden something changes in my body. Um, maybe now I have a disability. You want some dicka. Uh, or, or no, or oh, no, I no. my physical body, I, you know, my physical body shifts and, you know, the sex that we used to have, the, my desire to ha have sex has changed. And there and so that's the, you know, I, that's where I'm at in that time. And April's sex drive is still the same. And in that sense, if we were able to come to a place where, I, hey, I still want to be with you and you're my, you're my everything. And I know that you still have your desires and my either ability or desires have greatly shifted and so i'm open to creating a space for so that in itself it's, it's still not a band-aid it's a working together negotiation right yeah and yeah. that's a, that's a little bit of a different context because there it's not that uh something relationally psychologically the people are not intimate you know there it's more of a you know like a physical situation it's not so much of a of a Band-Aid repairing something that's wrong, mm -hmm. you know, because if you're repairing, it's kind of like, you know, there's nothing wrong. I, you know, have a drink. Having drinking is great. Let's drink, you know. But, you know, drinking because, you know, you're unhappy is going to go really badly. Yeah. Right. So it's, you know, it's the same kind of thing within that context. And it's funny because we have a, a student who's also a bit of a business associate, that kind of thing. We do some, some meetup things together. Guy's awesome. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the relationship he has with his wife, actually. It really is. They've got his wife. He and his wife have this really long term, beautiful, deep partnership. And at a certain point, they decided not to to have a sexual relationship and that they both could have other partners. And so in that case, it was like their relationship to both of them was whole, complete. They were at peace with it. 
and then they decided to. So they stayed together. They but stayed decided together. That they were they were going to stay together as a unit and share all these other ways of being in relationship. Yeah. But they could have sex with other people, and they're both on board for that. Yeah, yeah. and and they, it, the guy, her, her boyfriend, I guess, lives with. Them. Yeah, they live in this house, and it's the two of them, and then the wife's boyfriend, and uh-huh. they all live together. They have. House meeting, you know, it works mm-hmm. and nobody's feeling compromised. And the main couple yeah. is still actually, to your point, Amy, the main couple is actually still the couple that doesn't have sex together. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's a, There's so right. many ways to do it. Well, there are. And I guess we, we could go down that rabbit hole. And that, that that's cool because I think it all does sort of intertwine. But how can people know if a threesome is right for them, whether it's in a couple or whether it's you're a part of a couple and you want this, like this is a fantasy. Or you're the unicorn. Or you're you're the unicorn and you you want to seek out a couple. How how do you know that that's That's a lot of questions? What are the boxes to check? (laughs) Exactly. So for, I'll start with the couple. You know, let's say you're in a couple and one or both of you is curious about bringing in a third for some fun. First thing is talk about it, right? Of course, you know, bring it up or this is a fantasy of mine and what do you think about this and yada yada if there's a partner that is not into it I mean I would not go ahead with that Mm -hmm. sometimes the partner that's not into it can feel like they should go along with it in order to keep the relationship that's a danger zone that's the people pleasing placating someone else and then that can explode right Yeah. yeah so there's that So once you've determined that both people are into it, now here's the thing that helps. The primary relationship rocking, like firing on all cylinders, lots of sexual satisfaction, lots of turn on, lots of great connection. It being very clear that the couple is like the hub of the situation especially sexually yes then that's a good time if Mm -hmm. both people are on board to bring in a third yeah i met those couples like susan bratton and her partner she and she didn't come out for a while remember they were undercover about being like they're poly they're poly now yeah and she's like this big personality Mm -hmm. she's been on our show a bunch too and and i'm always like that is a couple when we've stayed at their house we obviously never it was strictly business but but then they weren't out and she's like my boyfriend yeah and now they're out like there's photos on instagram of all three but i feel like that's a type of couple's dynamic you you two as well i don't know if, if you were even doing that but i could see that like you have this solid bond where it can't be broken like there's no coal coming in fucking chopping wood (laughs) exactly you can put up our blinds but that's about where it stands (laughs) and that's what makes it work yeah that's what makes it work there's no question Mm -hmm. about who the primary couple is and that's also nice for the third when there's no confusion like there's no wiggle room about oh who's if it's two women and a man let's say if the third that gets brought in knows, okay, I'm the I'm the unicorn, I'm the third, I'm yeah. going to have fun here, and there's this very strong relationship that I'm coming into, yeah. that's actually better yeah. than there being some like. It, well, and here's room. here's the the beauty and complication too. So the third, so say that you know that you're what you're talking about. So she's the unicorn, and she's like, I get to be a part of this relationship, and ultimately they're a really tight unit, and I get to be a part of it. But 
I would imagine a lot of the unicorns in that position get to also have their own sexual life right. outside with other people. Of and I, I mean, so. we, I don't know if we want to go down the rabbit hole of like safer sex conversations, but I do know people who are in things called polycules. And I know we're not talking about polyamory, but where polycules that's a polycules that is a cute so so you're a term it's a polycule where like you have these different relationships it's not just like a one night fuck and when you date someone else you're telling your polycule about that person that you're dating and that generally includes sti status and like you know who they are maybe they all want to meet this person and and like i've heard of polycules go in this beautiful way i've heard of like polycules kind of like exploding um and so we're not this is not a polycule yeah that sounds like you're pain in the ass to me i'm like i don't need to announce my stuff people i know that have done that though they love it you know they love that they get to have these things but then you're talking about so like when we bring it to just threesomes with like this is gonna be a one or two time thing versus like a poly thing where now you're one of our partners now you might be bringing other partners into that and that will be a whole different episode everyone but these are different ways like just endless ways to consider how you can navigate these right spaces. there's a lot of there's a lot of variations there's the sexless way and the sex way and now i've never heard about polycules Polycule, polycules yeah. and threesomes you probably have like fivesomes and eightsomes and some well, sometimes they're not all playing together it's just like i'm dating you 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 and you and then you all get to know each other because we're a polycule Right. And whatever (laughs) way it goes, you know, I think the underlying standard is presence, honesty, openness, self-development, realness. You know, it's kind of like we're not going to talk about politics, but I'll just use it as an example. You know, there is no solution to the problems in the world through politics and even legislation. You know, unless people become wiser and more conscious, it's not going to work. You know, the problem is not a legislative problem. It's a problem of, you know, people are just kind of unconscious. So it's, you know, in a situation as spicy as bringing in a third, whether it's an exciting, you know, one time evening thing or a, you know, 20 year polycule with, you know, weird, you know, geometric additions. You know, if people are loving and present and honest, things will work. And if they're not, you know, they're self-sacrificing or, you know, aggressive or whatever it is, selfish, whatever it is, things are not going to work. Yeah. And that holds true for a marriage also. Oh, yeah. Do you, so do you think, this is a tangent, but do you think that, well, I guess this, this is because we're going to record another episode, but in your opinion, you two are married, right? Yeah. Okay, you're married. So do you think that for, there's any difference between married folks, like, hey, we're married, we're going to add a third versus long term, we've been, you know, April and I have been together for two years, we want to add a third. Is there one that seems more complicated than the other? Or is it all kind of the same? Hmm. Yeah, I think I I really think it depends. Yeah, it depends on the reasons and the people and their psychologies and the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a marriage, there's in a certain sense a greater investment, you know, mm-hmm. because if you're married, it's probably more like assets, assets, children, children yeah. that kind of situation. Yeah. House, you know, if you're shit. You know, 23 years old and you, you know, you've been dating somebody for eight months. The risk is just a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's interesting because I, it's funny, I t- can't believe I didn't think of this before coming in today to talk to you all about this. But way before I met Alicia, um, there were three of us and we had a king size bed and we lived in San Francisco. in uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and it was yeah. just you know, uh, the ride of a lifetime and total fun and just complete chaos, Mm -hmm, you know, and I was 23 and I knew about as much as most 23 year olds know, which is like (laughs) really not much (laughs) and made every possible mistake. Like, you know, there was my main girlfriend and then the, you know, the woman we brought in, 
And but I didn't really I wasn't clear about that, mm-hmm. you know, because the new shiny person, the new person, you know, it was like I was 23 and it's like everything sort of new and novel was like amazing, Extra you know, <laughs> and then ended up losing everything, Ooh. you know, like one by one. They ended up moving out. And literally, I'm in this house in Bernal Heights alone, you know, with like, a king size bed, all with a king size bed. I mean, it was, Hopefully I'm sorry, didn't it was take really the sheets. very, you know, sad. Aww. This is going to be like a sad Aww. chapter Aww. in the movie, yeah. but very educational. Yeah. Very well, educational. You learn from those you people. Do. Right. I was, I was approached to be a third, like when I was single right after I initiated my divorce, it was like, I was really, I'd been monogamous for so long, even prior to getting married, I had a long-term boyfriend and I met this couple in the airport on the way to I was on the way back home and they had just finished a ski trip in Aspen and then I was like well I'm constantly in the area where you live for work and they're like well next time you're there just like messages I was thinking friends <laughs> and I was like yeah I love meeting friends so I ended up uh, contacting them when I was in the area for work and um, they were like well come up to our house and we'll make you dinner and um, we've got great wine they, I was like well they know I love wine because we met at the wine bar in the Denver um, airport anyway long story short they we ended they up had a plan. all hooking they up. They you up. <laughs> I thought it was gonna end up in a milk carton for a minute. I told my friend, I'm like, you got to have my location because I'm going. She's like, that's a really really nice neighborhood. It's like there's four gates to like get into the home, and I was like, I don't know. That's even worse because now what's gonna? They put me in their basement. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. So anyway, we ended up hooking up um, mostly um, the the woman and I, and then later on they approached me the next morning actually, and we're like, hey, would you be interested in like we'll fly you back here to have this like, like a regular yes thing. and and they were like well you know well if you like designer bags and i was like so this to me feels Whoa. a little bit oh, you're gonna buy wow. things that, like, yes that's so like, i was like unless it's a birkin no right. i'm not for sale and it's like sex work without the money you just get nice things <laughs> so well that's exactly what it felt like and i was like this exchange for me was energetic so that being said there are lots of ways you can approach it i thought it was actually quite like for me i was it was i was flattered yeah. mm-hmm. and i also didn't know how to say no to that oh. as the third so mm-hmm. i ended up just kind of ghosting which i i feel guilty about because they had approached me ghosting meaning i was just uncomfortable and then i was in another relationship and i didn't feel like addressing so that you stopped responding basically. so i you stopped responding and i wasn't i wasn't even flirtatious with it i guess why i'm bringing this up is because number one there are ways i think you can approach finding the third and number two i don't know exactly what what would have ha- it wasn't a bad experience i had a great experience with them but i did feel cheapened by being almost wanting them to almost wanting to purchase me, like flying me. I just the felt money weird, aspect, the bags felt, thing yeah. is a and little weird. Not yeah. being yeah. straightforward, like, hey, we want you to come over, and that we was also never think laid out. Really sexy, yeah. And with, if like we just let, we want to flirt. Now, I did give you. them sex toys. I'd sent them sex toys so after I like met them. Guaranteed so and sex. I and I knew that that was going to be a thing, but I never think of that that way. I just yeah. send people sex toys because I care about people's pleasure, and so that's you. But you suspected. Yeah. Suspected. yeah. No, I actually, I actually, I look. I am probably my partner tells me this. Like you are so fucking naive sometimes, and I'm like, really? He's like, those people, those couple, that couple, like, will be somewhere. They were trying to swing with us. I was like, what? No, no. I was like, never. <laughs> and then later on, they're like, hey, I 
love that titty ad that, or something. I'm like, oh my God, they were. I'm just giving you, I'm naive right, as fuck, okay, everyone? Oh, ask Maybe April picked them up. No, I honestly am so much more. Amy, Amy's witnessed shit before. She's like, how is it sometimes? Oh, it's, yeah, it's quite it's, entertaining. It's sometimes I have to do like the whole like chip. You're not understanding that this person is like semi-violating you. Like on the dance floor, she'll get like yeah. p- picked up and a guy's grinding and her. And I'm like, oh. you need to stop. I'm, you know, I'm the one that's like over five, nine and I'm the one that goes up to him and I'm like, um, I'm taking her from you. And then she's like, well, it was fine. I was like, no, 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 no. That's, yeah. like, I know you're not. And that's different than the the the, the people that want to. Those yeah. people, you know, in the right way. And this is a question for you all. It would have been to be more clear yeah. ahead of time. And when you're more clear, you might lose something that you want. Meaning, she might not come over. Mm-hmm. Right. Clarity is good, you know, and clarity mm-hmm. is sexy and attract. Like, you know, people sometimes think sex should happen with the lights out or not be clear about clarity is sexy clarity is and clarity safe. is safe Cla- clarity is fun you know what this is making me think of is that you know most people have some stories about this it's not the rare as you were sharing this and then i thought of my you know most uh-huh. people have like it's not it's not really that uncommon this is not a uh tonight's session or today's session is not about affairs but like that's a whole other thing like right. most people have weird like additions of of some type emotional or, or physical mm-hmm. yeah it's true and when you say weird yeah. i'm like uh normal but like differentiating differentiating from what people think is the new. traditional yeah right. yes uh-huh. it's not normal to flirt or have desire for someone else it's actually pretty fucking normal it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty unavoidable yeah so yeah undercover i think yeah 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 that's what you mean yeah and your story also april made me think of how important it is to have presence and understanding of people's psychology. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're somebody that has learned about how men operate and women operate and what actually goes on for us as women, like sometimes we're really turned on and then we're also pushing it away at the same time. Or sometimes women have a hard time saying no or knowing how to read body language. I mean, there's so many skills Mm -hmm. that you can build as a person And that helps when you go to approach bringing in a third or you have a third and like you sense something's going on and it's a little issuey, but you don't know. You want communication skills to deal with that because in our minds, sometimes it's like, ooh, this fantasy, you know, I'm going to bring another guy in or another girl in and it's all going to work out. You know, like important, right? It always works. You're walking into a whole you know, not necessarily bad, but a whole mix of everybody's triggers and psychology and desires. So the more you understand that, like the dri- better you'll be at it. Yeah, it's yeah. like driving a race car 200 miles per hour <laughs> instead of, you know, 60 miles. Per you hour. might as well take some lessons on that one. Right? Have some <laughs> lessons, be a good driver, you know, have your engine yeah. well oiled. Time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E so it feels extra moisturizing. 
There's a reason why we've been a fan of Uber Lube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift. And your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com slash shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. I think people forget that the third, a lot of times, especially if they're a couple seeking a third, like they forget that the human qualities behind the yeah, third, this is person, not yes. a machine, a robot. This is a person. So everyone's going to be entering in individually and as the triad or um, the quad, whatever it looks like, but uh, we're focusing on threesomes, but that, that is something like you have to humanize the situation on and, a lot of levels. And I think we'll get to how people can find and work with you in a little bit, because what we're talking about right now is the learning part and you guys this is a big thing that you offer regularly is how to learn how to talk do sex you know communicate all the aspects even far beyond threesomes and not just for couples for singles all the things so we'll get there and how to do that but what we're focusing on is and bringing it to kind of the next question that we have for you i'm assuming one of your top tips is to educate yourself and learn before you go dive into the deep end but what other top tips do you have for fun successful pleasurable threesomes uh, aside from go learn your shit before you go dive into the ship yeah let's get some like <laughs> practical specific tips and you know we'll focus on a let's say a pleasurable evening you know if you're there's the new person and then there's the couple so if you're the let's say it's a guy and two women right we're going we're going to to, to my you know <laughs> ideal scenario here, right okay <laughs> like eight women <laughs> Uh, yeah, right? That's a lot to so, deal with. Damn, it, it buried in titties. He's buried in boobs, everyone. You can handle eight women. Women on the bed. Yeah, I remember that. Right? Wow. Alicia's yeah. all he can I'm handle it. It's good. Around like so my his ass deep. Tired. I love it. I was getting I'd be finger fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Your you fingers. Know? The next but day you're like have casts. <laughs> right, right. Like my fingers. The point is that you know it. It's make sure each person is really getting what they want. Know what each person wants because some. 
thing not to do is like pay attention to one person and then not another person. One person might want more like holding and reassurance. One person might want more like really nasty, intense sex. And, you know, especially to make sure that if it's a guy and two women, the head woman is really like it's going the way that she wants it to that go. That boss queen. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. otherwise it's, you know, it's going to be a disaster. So I would say, <laughs> you know, be really hospitable to... Uh, and in my example, gentlemanly to the new person so that they don't, you know, April, you talked about, you know, feeling like not like you had to, but kind of, you know, that kind of thing. You, you want them to really be clear and communicative and ask questions if you're unsure like that. You want to be super hospitable and then and then you want to be incredibly attentive to the head woman um, I think that's a you know a pretty important tip. Yes, and on that, so what you were describing is from your perspective as the man, right? So in that same situation, the head woman, you want to make sure that you've got a really good connection with the third other woman that you're bringing in and that she knows that you are so excited about this because a concern that the third will also come all often come in with is like, is this really okay? You know, with the other person. So you want to just connect, be very overt about how excited you are. You may even want to have set that up yourself so they know so then nobody's worried. Mm -hmm. You can just let go and have fun. Is that what the dudes do? If there's some penis owners and there's two penis owners, they're hetero penis owners, and there's one vulva owner in the scenario. Is it the same? Is it like, a, or is you just Eiffel Tower the shit out of the situation and be like, yeah, <laughs> high five. I mean, that, it goes so many ways. That's right? a very different situation. Yeah. 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 I mean, there can be so many ways because the, it could be like, we're going to have a threesome, but like, I, so like if April and I had a threesome with someone, I'm personally not interested in putting my mouth on a vulva or having a mouth on my vulva, and I'm pretty clear about that. So we might have a threesome where I'm like, a, you know, yes to kissing you or touching your nipples, but that's about as far as I go with you. But with what we do with the penis owning partner, you know, that's like, you know, for me. So then it's still game. a negotiation. Or um, I also. Well, it's always it's a negotiation. It's always. Or it might be, hey, we're going to have a threesome, but it's just us playing with this person. And I actually don't even want to engage you and touch touch you. Or, you know, it's free game. Like we can do all. I mean, I think there's so many ways to do it. It's different for everyone. There's an infinite mm -hmm. number of ways to do it. And to I think one th practical tip that applies to all of them is go slowly. Mm -hmm. You know, go slowly. Like one of the things. Because we have a basically a monogamous relationship, we do bring in a third for some fun. Monogamous, You communicate yes. that with yeah. them right. before, you right. do and we're both yeah. Jewish, so we have a perfect. I love it. I, I'm Jewish Mish. too. I love a good Jewish, yeah. semi-open relationship. Yeah. So you know, going like one thing I'll do is like every it's not like timed like my Apple Watch rings and I do it on the <laughs> hour or something, but every hour or so, like just kind of stop, take a break, you know, often bring down like a plate with some fruit on it You're and that so kind of good. thing. He's it so good. He's so good. It peaks things. Yeah. It relaxes <laughs> things. Everybody's more present, conscious. Like a check-in, you know. but like an indulgent one. Yeah. And, and to slow it down. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if people kind of barrel ahead with sex, not only do sometimes people do things they don't want to do and then have a regret afterwards, it the quality is usually just lower. Mm -hmm. You know, and then as a guy, often if we 
have somebody new, like I won't go over the edge. I won't mm-hmm. ejaculate. Mm-hmm. That way it's not, it doesn't have that goal orientation. Mm-hmm. So a little fruit, slowing it down, not having a goal orientation, you know. And then you go take a shower and like we lay on the bed and eat the fruit. And that's <laughs> right. really fun too. He's like, always oh, a point where they so want, like, I can just tell like they're done with me. Yeah. <laughs> what, they well, want right. And what about and after? I'm, I'm, we get to fine. hear the sexy, yeah. like the shower. Right. And, and you're indulging know. in their pleasure. You're yeah. Like, right. yeah. It's great. great. It's great. So was there aftercare, <laughs> aftercare, meaning after everyone's back to real life or is it? And I think I know the answer to this. However, it's good to think, put it into words on some level. What is the aftercare? Because maybe you're never going to see that person again, but obviously they're human. So are you like, do you check in with them? Yeah. Do you say, hey, do you want like me to send you an Amazon gift card? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty, like, a fancy uh, bag? Yeah. Would you <laughs> like a fancy Prada bag? Shoes. Yeah, that's why I know. Yeah. He, says a thank you. he sends a thank you yeah. card either through email or in the in mm-hmm. the mail. Like, thank yeah. you so much. You know, acknowledging. I always text the next day. Like, yeah. oh, that was super fun. You're awesome. I always yeah. Yeah. do that so the person's because you know they're out on their own probably yeah. yeah you know so they feel connected and you know something super approving and yeah maybe even like an added check in like how are you feeling too like or is there anything that you wanted to share or discuss because they're still human that has feelings yeah during i'm calling it mango time in my head <laughs> right now mango time where we're laying in the bed and everyone's in the shower and we're just chilling i I may not be very kind of significant. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> How do you feel? Angry. Right. But just like, oh, that was so I fun. I thought I felt and, good, but now, you know, that you're, now you're suggesting I should have an issue. I haven't. No, but I, I'm more like, oh, that was so fun. I loved this. And I'll give kind of a specific moment that I loved. And, you know, what was your favorite part? And then they'll share. And it's very easy to tell. I mean, it doesn't usually happen. But if the person is having feelings or an issue, I can address it with them and like make sure they're okay but yeah you know so So that's 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 a great practical thing to do that that we do we would recommend to all your listeners is talk about it (laughs) afterwards Mm -hmm. you know what was fun what did you enjoy what did you learn like that kind of conversation really helps and then we have a lot of experience sexually with orgasm extended orgasm communication all the rest of this kind of stuff so it's, you know, some, the per- other person is usually learning something mm-hmm. in that time. So it's nice to, you know, to hear that. And then we'll talk about what we're learning and like that. Yeah. And, and as it creates added connection. In my, when, so I've had a couple threesome experiences. And well, actually, one was a foursome. My two favorite ones is one was a foursome and one was a threesome. And there was no penetration involved in either of them. Because I think that for me, that just complicates things for so many reasons, which, which but I won't say why. But one is with another girlfriend and a guy friend. And so none of us were dating each other. It was just like we're friends. We're going to go and have this experience. And so it was like fun play and a lot of like making out and like did some genital touching and things. But like, you know, me and the, with the other woman, like we would like kiss or something. But I, again, I'm not into touching other genitals on vulvas because it's just not my jam. And I don't really want mine touched by other vulvas thus far. And so after we all went and had cocktails in this private room at a bar on this couch and we're like, you know, so how was that? You know, what felt really good? Yeah. What felt really challenging? Like everyone, but it felt so good, safe. Like the next day when we were able to see each other, we were the same people. We were just closer because we just had mm. this fucking awesome yeah. experience. Yeah. And you talked about it afterwards. You know, one standard for us is don't do anything that you can't talk about. Yeah, that's mm. a good, that's really good. That's yeah. smart. 
Yeah. And my other one with this, the foursome experience is someone who identifies as monogamish with my current partner. You know, I there's someone that I uh, a woman that I've known for a long time through Somatica, the, the training I took for sex and relationship coaching. And the short version is just she's like a, a little bit of my girl crush, even though I identify as a pretty straight person. And part of her being a girl crush, one, she's super fucking hot Two, she's really dominant. And I love dominance, but she's like shorter than me, but she's smoking. And three in Somatica, we had this experience where she actually healed my nipples. I never liked nipple touch until in one of the practices in the training, she brought my nipples back online. So I, she's like my nipple shaman basically. And it came out to her in various reasons that I had this girl crush on her. And so we started to explore that. And so then we decided that, and, and she's has, she's a poly person. So we decided that with one of her partners and with my partner, we would all get together but it didn't guarantee sex. It was like, we're going to get to, we're, this is the intention that something sexual might happen, but you come up for the weekend. We'll all get, have dinner together. We're all kind of awkward. Like actually it was mostly just me and her that were the most awkward. <laughs> we were both like, we don't really know how to do this. Cause she's like pretty, a pretty straight person too, but has a girl crush too. Right. So it was taking the time to get to know each other. No guarantees. We ended the night just like with some hugs and like, that was it. And then the next day, you know, went on a hike together, whatever. And then like after the hike, I was like, I'm going to ask her to kiss if I can kiss her. And I was like, we're, we're both super nervous. And, and I was like, can I kiss you? And she's like, yeah, and we had this awesome kiss. But then after we both are leaving there, like feeling like 12 year olds who just kissed for the first time. And um, and then we did have what, what I'll call like a PG-13 foursome. But we were like layering it to see how everything felt very slowly along the way. And when you're talking about the lead person, ultimately, I think she and I were both in the lead of what was going to happen there because the uh, the two penis owner folks that were there were like, we're game for whatever. This feels good. <laughs> and that doesn't always go that way. But it felt really safe and, and I felt really respected. And then when it when the you know so the, we had this like sexual experience it was really hot, but when my body started to feel kind of like ready to s- like simmer down, mm-hmm. I felt so because of the safety. They're very sex positive people too. I could say, I, I think I'm feeling good right now. Like maybe we can all like go in the hot tub or like I'm, and and it, they're like okay yeah you know so like that whole thing of no goals, pacing it out, highly educated people and feeling really safe to speak all of the needs along the way. And there was no need to do something that was beyond anyone's boundaries. Right. That's a, that's a formula for success, you know, because there's, there's presence, there's communication, there's love. You know, if you're going to drive a race car 2000 miles per hour, you know, you really want to have all your, you know, everything working well. Otherwise, like, I mean, you know, like I don't even want to get into how things can go badly, but like yeah. th- things going badly is really bad. So you mm-hmm. want to do it that way. Yeah. Well, violations can happen right. too. People feel the like consent, unconscious stuff. violations, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it can get super messy. That's it's why limiting any like substances really are. I think it can don't be get important. Super wasted. Yeah, like because substances, especially if you are not super familiar with the person, if it's someone newer, it could be that could be like a a, a me too nightmare. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah you don't need that. Right. You don't yeah. need that press. Okay. And that's why the yeah. slowness is important too. Right. right. Because like the slower we go and the more we communicate or then the easier it is. And if someone's not communicating, my guess is we have to continue to slow down and ask them questions if they're yeah. not that skilled. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then, you know, this is making me think of another practical tip, which is don't do anything sexually with somebody who's not able to be responsible for Mm. themselves a lot of Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times human beings just don't take responsibility for themselves because some if a person's not 
capable or willing to be responsible, they could do something and then like the next day change their mind. So what do you mean? So when you say take responsibility for themselves, are you talking about like they're like a big yes or what do you, what does that mean? Like self-awareness? Yeah. You know, some, sometimes people do things that they're not willing to be responsible for doing. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, victim empowerment, uh, you know, oh, I see. it's, okay. a, you know, if you're going to do something, you know, you, you really want to be responsible for that you're doing it so that when you're not turned on the next day, yeah, because you don't have, you know, you took this that I regret thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, the next day, you know, you want to, you want to, you know, still be empowered and responsible. You don't want to like do things because you took a bunch of uh, intoxicants or you said too many uh, chocolate mushrooms. You're yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, or like that I think a lot of people use MDMA for that, and you know, and totally. I or, I've heard, or I have heard of people having those experiences, or date rape drugs, or well, no, it, they're consciously choosing to take oh, okay. MDMA. Oh, yeah, okay. They have this highly sexualized experience, maybe involving group sex. And then the next day, like, whoa, I did some things I wouldn't have normally done. Right, mm-hmm. and that's, that's not a good and idea. And that felt bad for, for yeah, them. Well, oh, yeah, because there was, and maybe some of the things that's because of the dopamine that you expended. You got to eat that five HTP, y'all. No, or also don't just take MDMA if you're brand yeah. new to three. Re- <laughs> really, that was my sarcasm yeah. saying yes. Uh, yeah, don't, yeah. yes, yeah. go in slow. Don't, uh, yeah, be, well, being present for something that feels any intensified kink, yeah, three, be, threesomes. Anal sex, all these things. Also, the obligatory piece that you had mentioned, Erwan, before, which was if you were the third, the unicorn per se, and there's a sense of obligation because they just fed you grapes. You haven't even uh, mm-hmm. had any, uh-huh. you know, really, really uh, physical experiences yet, but you just had this beautiful dinner and you're drinking the wine and you're like, do I have to fuck people now? Or, or, like or maybe I can don't I want just to do go home? Yeah, maybe yeah. it doesn't feel right. So, and that's something that I think the obligatory, the people pleasing can really show up as a third, I think, for folks out there if they've ever felt that i mean i did in a sense what i was a yes because i was like uh, yoloing right then i was like i'm yolo i'm gonna yolo and i was single and so i was into it however i wasn't i didn't regret the next day but i there was almost a sense of obligation plus it was a really long uber ride up there (laughs) (laughs) and i think that that maybe that was part of their math they had like nine Uber driver's like, uh, are you safe That's here? what my Uber yeah. driver said. He's yeah. like, do you, what, where? what are you doing? Yeah, because he's like, this is the most expensive. <laughs> so you know I'm here. Yeah. Into this, you know, <laughs> with like four in the boonies, I told them, like, if you see my face on a milk carton, you, you know, know where right. you drop me. milk carton faces yeah. aren't a thing. Like I know, but Netflix he was laughing. special, <laughs> what happened to April. That could be mitigated by talking before you even went to their house, right? Hey, I'm coming there. I don't even know if this is a flirtatious or sexual thing. Is that what your intention is? And if I come there and spend time and they have dinner and I decide I don't want to be sexual with you, do you still want to have dinner with me? Because otherwise I'm not going to come because you, so, so I didn't or, have or skills them, back then. That's a great, that's a very yeah. high level of yeah. responsibility or, or and good say, communication. Yeah. Yes. Or, yeah. For them to say, you're coming over here. This is our intention. If you decide even having dinner, then you can go like no pressure. You, yeah. We should do a whole series, just series, at least a session, at least a podcast on that. How do you have that conversation and not have it be a buzzkill? Yeah. Yes. It's you know? true because oh, it's, and I'm a people, pleaser i would it, now i have the skills more so to develop to probably ask questions back then that was pre-shameless sex i was really like in my own form and being as free as She's i thought awesome. i wanted to be and so it was but i think that is a great point to have because you two offer a lot 
just when when we speak to you even off air or on air, there's a lot of wonderful communication that goes on between you two. But with like the I, like you always are actively listening. Definitely Alicia and Erwan too. I, whenever I talk to Alicia, I'm like, she's looking so deeply into my eyes right now. <laughs> she well, has beautiful eyes. Too. I know she's and she's gorgeous. <laughs> so, but the the point is, you you probably have some. Uh, no, not probably. You do we have you do. some excellent things to share on this. So we have to wrap this one up because obviously we could talk to you all uh, all day, but is there any number one uh, workshops that you're offering anytime soon? Any workshops? I know you do work with couples and singles and all sorts of people. You do live workshops, you do online stuff. Um, can you share with folks how to find you? Not that you're looking for a unicorn, but no. if they are. <laughs> yeah, and then, not just I'll tell you how to text with you. me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So thank you for what you said, April. And yeah, we do. I mean, whether you're in a relationship that has a third or you want to find a third or you want to be a third or you don't want any third anything, you just want to have great relationships, great sex, you're single, you're in a couple, we support all all of you. And luckily, the class that I'll talk about is our core program, Mastery of Relationship. And it's an ongoing program. So you don't have to wait, you can just start it. And it's a combination of online classes and in-person events. So people that live elsewhere outside of the Bay Area can do it all online. If you're in the Bay Area, you can come in person or online. So it's a lot of fun. It's a community-based class. It's where we transmit all of our teachings Mm -hmm. around sex, relationships, and how to have the best one possible. So to find out more, you can text our school 415-308-9580. That's 415-308-9580. And I'll send you... Unicorn? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, and and, 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 and Unicorn. Unicorn. (laughs) 415 Unicorn. (laughs) We should look that up. That would be good. That would be good. (laughs) So you text that number. I'll get it. And I'll send you a video about the five keys to successful relationship, which is a really fun place to start. And then we can set up a time to chat. And I will tell you about how it all works. And you can sign up from there. I'll also give you all a link that people can click if texting is uh in our the in the episodes yeah we'll put in, in the show notes, notes. Yeah. The show and notes. you can find us on tiktok and instagram at davon method and your website just in case too davonmethod.com davon method i like the davon method i do too mangoes and all these two are so genius that they are they have some pieces in our book too that's how much yeah you're in our book coming out in november november copy double signed copy we will we haven't announced our book formally yet we've we've mentioned it on air but we will but we're still we're nearly in this last final stretch of submitting that so stay tuned everyone and thank you Erwan and Alicia mm. we're not saying we're going to record another episode with yeah, them soon they come back quarterly so. they come back every quarter and it's it's always a joy and we always learn some pretty incredible things not only do we learn incredible things but if Erwan always feels like uh, sharing stories I love it because all of a sudden he's like I remember this one time <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I should write a book I yes. know we need yeah. to get to that book maybe you guys can tell us how you did it yeah. 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 We'll, we'll give you the advice we will give you the 
it's about, a yeah. labor of love. We'll start with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't end in divorce for us yet, but no. there were times where I was like, we're together forever. We're together forever. Yeah, we love it. Um, consensually. So, anyway, that being said, <laughs> stay tuned because every single Tuesday, y'all, we drop a new episode of Shameless Sex. Remember to just go ahead and review us on iTunes, Five Stars, Spotify. You don't even have to write a review on Spotify. You can just be lazy and just tap the, the five stars uh, because that just helps more people find folks like Erwan and Alicia and it helps us send out the shameless sex vibrations to the entire world and we love every single one of you and I say that with my full authenticity and um, so thank you. Amy, I love you. I love you. I am part of the shameless sex revolution. Are you? Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's on her shirt. I know. Oh yeah, my shirt says I am part of the Shameless Sex Revolution. Very good. Upside down reading, Amy. (laughs) Five stars. Uh, All right, y'all. We will uh, talk to you soon. See you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.